Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LB1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. And we're back for the third time this week. This time we're here to do the NFC Norris Division, the NFC North, whatever you want to call them, the Black and Blue Division they used to be. Daryl, how are you? What's going on, Dan? Not much here. Um, hot, hot, hot. And this division is probably going to be hot because you have about three teams that could compete for playoff spots and one that's probably not. Um, but anyway, we're going to start with the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, you know, faking another heart attack. Uh, eating way too much food. That's what the Bears are known for on Saturday Night Live. Uh, here's what they're known for for football. Uh, up front, we have Eddie Goldman as their nose tackle. He, he's serviceable. I don't want to say he's a target, but he's serviceable if you need right. somebody. Uh, at end, you got Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols. Uh, Bilal Nichols, the second a year player I, I think he could take a step he's kind of playing i think jonathan bullard is going to split time with him there at that end uh keem hicks is very good as a three four linebacker or three four defensive end um, he's one of the few that i'll actually you know push up my board a little bit in rankings wise and in draft wise um, any other defensive ends or line linemen that you're targeting here uh, you mentioned Bilal Nichols. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's him, that, him yeah. and Bullard are kind of. Yeah, they are. The little, yeah, starter in name doesn't necessarily mean you know much. We'll take a right. look at snap counts in a minute. Uh, linebackers. There are three really good linebackers on this team, yeah, and one are. that's not too shabby, just not really elite. Uh, inside, you have Roquan Smith. Um, who's a beast. Danny Trevathan mm-hmm. is steady. And then you have Cleo Mack, uh, who should be a defensive end. Uh, but that's <laughs> the point. And on the other end, you have Leonard Floyd. Uh, so Roquan, Trevathan, and Mack, I think, could all be owned by you, even if Mack is considered a linebacker, uh, because they produce. And Rob. we'll get to their production here in a minute. Uh, at corner, Kyle Fuller mans the one side. He is a great corner to own. He's one of the few uh, good corners that you could still own. Uh, Prince of Mukamore is on the other side. He's another one that's a decent corner that still gets a lot of IDP points. Yeah, Buster Screen came over from the Jets. He's probably going to play that nickel corner role. You have... Uh, a bunch of guys and then uh who's the guy that you really like clifton duck. oh uh, clifton duck yeah yeah he's looking like he's got a steep hill to climb here he does i think he's gonna start out mostly as special teams stuff like that but i'm still planting my flag that's a great um dynasty stash because i think in a year or so he's he's gonna be all right okay 
At safety, they have Eddie Jackson, who is a turnover machine. Yes, he is. And HaHa Clinton Dix came over to play the other safety to take Adrian Amos' spot as the, I guess, quote-unquote strong safety. Um, Eddie Jackson is one of those playmakers. We'll get into some of his uh, stats here shortly. Um, the one big loss I think the Bears suffered was uh, losing Vic Fangio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Pagano has come in to run the defense, and apparently they're going to attack more is what they've kind of said. So we'll see if that's better or worse for some of these guys. Attacking sounds good for ends and sacking. Uh, but looking at tackle numbers, we have Roquan Smith with 121, led the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only started 14 games. His first two games of the season, I think he came off the bench, so to speak. Uh, Danny Trevathan, 102 tackles. Adrian Amos had 73. He's now gone. I could see HaHa Clinton Dix having about the same amount. Prince yeah. of Mukamura, 66, and Kyle Fuller had 55. So, again, you have two corners, very high. Um, and like I said, they're good corners to own. We'll get into their individual stats here in a minute. Anything about those guys there? No, I think uh, Roquan could. I think he could get up, do better than he did last year. I, I could see him getting to that 130 mark. I would agree with you there, and I can see Trevathan's coming down a tad. Yeah, I think so too. Um, as as. Roquan starts to take the, 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 the top guy. I mean, I think he's the top guy, but Trevathan's the vet. So, yeah, um, that's there. Uh, Sack-wise, you had Cleo Mack with 12.5, Akeem Hicks with 7.5, Roquan with 5, so he is just a machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard Floyd had four sacks. Even though he's that lesser linebacker, I still consider four sacks not terrible. And Eddie Goldman had three from the defensive tackle position. There's a couple others with three as well, uh, but we don't have all night here. Um, any top IDPs? I mean, we talked about the linebackers, Roquan, Trevathan, and Khalil Mack. We talked about the safeties. You know, I think HaHa Clinton Dix and Eddie Jackson. Uh, zeroing in on Eddie Jackson in 14 games, he had six picks. Mm-hmm. Two returned for a touchdown. 15 passes defensed, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery that he took to the house as well. Um, he had those two 75 or uh, 65 yard fumble recovery return. 81 was his long, or as long was 41 yards on an interception return for a touchdown. Uh, he, he yeah, he's a playmaker machine. <laughs> he is a playmaker from Alabama. Two and he was a, a quarterback hit, so he does a little bit of everything. He was not very highly touted as a Alabama prospect coming out. Mm-mm. So he, he he's you know he's from Bama, so he's got that yeah. pedigree. Um, Kyle Fuller, seven interceptions, twenty-one pass defended. That's crazy. Like, they That's they should 20- stop throwing to him. Is what yeah, they I mean, should do, but that's a total of twenty-eight pass attempts that he's affected. Yeah, so they might stop throwing to him. That's the only concern I have because he is a elite corner. Probably he's disrespected. Uh, he's twenty-six, going to be twenty-seven years old. Um, uh, Mukamura had twelve passes defensed as well. 
three picks. Three he picks. returned one for a touchdown. He returned one, two forced fumbles. So I just hope this defense does the same. Yeah, and I, they've got a third one in Bryce Callahan. Well, he well left had. for Denver. Yeah, they yeah. had, and I think they that's uh, who did I say was taking that spot? Um, Buster Screen. They brought over from the Jets yeah. will probably yes. be taking that spot. So a lot of good players. Uh, you know, I, I think Akeem Hicks is the only end you really want to pay attention to. You mentioned Bilal Nichols, and he, he's a good stash prospect, possibly. You know, Akeem Hicks is, is going to be 30 this year. He's not going to be around forever. Right. Um, Khalil Mack's going to be around there forever. They signed into a monster deal. Uh, him and Roquan are the future of that team. Definitely. How scary is that for an offense? Yeah. Knowing you've got Roquan. You have, me, I think Khalil, you have Mack Khalil Mack attacking the quarterback from the edge, and you have Roquan attacking the quarterback as well, and being that good in coverage, and being a, a tackle machine, run-stopping machine. So I think the Bears will continue the history of good defense. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, Chuck Pagano really was handed a kick job, I think. Who did they draft this year? Uh, they drafted David Montgomery. <laughs> Defensive-wise, yeah. nobody of note. Cliff, I mean, Duke Shelley was there. They didn't have many draft picks was the issue. They traded yeah, up yeah, to take Montgomery, and they took Riley Ridley in the fourth. So many of their picks, many of their rookies are actually undrafted free agents. I think if they can get a couple – Maybe next year. I don't know what their picks look like, but if they can get a couple. I think they're back to normal next year. They, they gave if up they that, that Mitch decent, Trubisky trade. Decent defensive pieces that would really set that defense off. Yeah, between the Matt, the, the Mitch Trubisky and Khalil Mack trades, they pretty much gave away a ton of picks. Actually, I don't know, they might still owe Oakland one next year. I don't know if it's off my head. You're right. So, I think you might be right. But Khalil Mack's worth it. Oh yeah, he's a beast, absolute beast. Um, so any any other IDPs stick out to you? I think we're good there. Yeah, Getting I think into we're good. snap count percentages, Adrian Amos played ninety eight percent. I would expect Haha Clinton Dix to just take over that role completely. Maybe Eddie Jackson plays a little more than he did. Um, Kyle Fuller played ninety six percent of snaps. I think that's going to be a mirror image. Denny Trevathan ninety three. 94%, 93, 94%. I'd expect that to drop slightly. Not a whole lot, but I'd just expect maybe a little less. Amukamura mm-hmm. played 87%. Eddie Jackson, 86%. Roquan Smith, 83, 84%. I'd expect that to be close to 100. Yeah. Why would you ever take that guy off the field now? The funny thing is, Cleo Mack only played 72%. And I think that more had to do with, I know at the beginning of the season, they were easing him in as he learned mm-hmm. the defense. I think now that he's been there since day one of this regime, you know, he's going to play. Yeah. I think he still give him a breather every now and then, but. I think he easily gets over 80%, though. Yeah, I think he'll be close to 85 90%. Yeah, uh, Leonard Floyd played 75%. Akeem Hicks played 74%. Like we said, Mack was 72%. And Callahan played 65%. That's going to go to screen, I guess. Uh, departures, obviously, we said uh, Bryce Callahan left. We, we 
not really anybody else left and they brought in screen and not a whole lot else so this defense should be pretty similar even though we have the change of the coach and loss of a i don't want to downplay callahan but you know most of the team stuck together they could still see some issues out there and you're always going to have different pieces kind of go on any team so so anything else about the Bears to stick out? I mean, you got three pretty elite linebackers. You got two pretty good safeties. You got Akeem Hicks. You have a lot of pieces that you could plug and play in your starting lineup for IDP. Yeah. I think we've covered the main ones, and then we've hit, like you said, those those are your superstars at, at linebackers. So. Yeah. So moving on, and um, this one would probably be good. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nate, Nate Zach would be happy with us. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're moving on to the Detroit Lions, and this is the team I think does not make the playoffs, and I think that's just because they're building, and I think they trust Patricia, but I think they're going to need another year to build. Um, what they want to do is run the ball more and play more Patriot-style football. Um, they got some good pieces here. Let's go through those. I mean, they have Snacks and Ashawn Robinson. You know, I said Ashawn Robinson could be a top, you know, 16, top 12 D tackle the other day when we talked. Uh, there are two stout linemen in there. You also have to throw in Deshaun Hand as possibly being in that inside rotation, uh, even though he's kind of an outside guy now. He's, he's, he could play both. Um, looking at outside, they signed Trey Flowers in the offseason as a big addition. They have Deshaun Hand. Austin Bryant is a guy that I'm hugely high on. Uh, Romeo Aqua Aquara had a few sacks last year. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, that was with the Giants, though, I believe. Or was he with them last year? check that out i think he was with the Giants last year sounds right yeah well either last year or actually he was with the lions last year so he's the giants two years ago that was the year before yeah, yeah. Uh, that was one of patricia's i think hand-picked guys to come in uh and play linebackers currently gerard davis is still playing in the middle i think that changes this season i think you're gonna see him play either weak side or strong side uh, I think Christian Jones or Devin Kennard is going to be out of a starting job because I think Halani Tavai is going to work his way in as the starting middle linebacker. Right. Because I, I think they, they, they brought Davis on some some blitzes and stuff last year, and he seemed to do pretty well with that role. I think you'll see more of that. Uh, your, your boy Jalen Reeves-Maben is kind of an afterthought in this defense. Yeah, I wish somebody would give him a shot, but it just doesn't look like they're going to. So, Well, it, it looks like a case of new regime comes in. We didn't draft yeah. you. We don't really want you, but you're still under contract. Uh, right. So, you know, maybe they'll grant him his release, and but they don't really have a lot of depth, so I'm not sure that's happening. Trey Lamar was a Clemson product. He was an undrafted free agent. Just somebody to keep an ear out for it because even if he's dropped he might be uh, picked up by somebody else and put on somebody else's practice squad uh, at corners you have big play slay 
uh, T's or Jalen Tabor. I don't know why he's going by these days. And the one big acquisition I think that will help this defense is uh, Justin Coleman, nickel corner. They they stole him away yes. from Seattle. He's a good corner to have for IDP, uh, especially in this division where you got to think. Uh, you have Aaron Rodgers. You have Kirk Cousins chucking the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing three wide quite a bit. Uh, safeties is where now. I'm going to laugh at our lads because they have Miles Killerbury listed as a starter. Uh, I don't think that's happening at all. Uh, Will Harris, I think, will have that job. Or Tavon Wilson from the Patriots is more likely. Or Tracy Walker. Or somebody other than Miles Killerbury is more likely to have that job. Uh, and Quandre Diggs is going to be the other safety. Uh, I'd like to see Will Harris personally. Um, who do you like to win that job? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Will Harris as well. Um, Killer Brews, I don't see him starting. I mean, he didn't start last year, but he'll he'll play. When he um, got an opportunity to play, he got beat pretty badly. He did. So I think it was the year before he actually yeah. did somewhat decent, but yeah. last year he took a big step backwards. Yeah. I um, forgot to mention when we mentioned corners, uh, Amani. Aruwari, maybe I got that right, from Penn State. It was a fifth-round pick that should push for some playing time, maybe with T's Tabor. We'll see. But anyway, uh, so that's the rundown of the 2019. Let's take a look back to 2018. And starting off with tackles. And Gerard Davis, the only one to hit the century mark, hit it right in the nose at 100. Quandre mm-hmm. Diggs, 78. Glover Quinn, who has retired, 74. Christian Jones, 69. And Nevin Lawson, uh, playing corner, 53. I believe Lawson is gone, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, looks like he's gone. Oh, yeah. Um,. One thing to keep in mind, Damon Harrison in only 10 games as a Lion had 50 tackles at defensive tackle, folks. That's big-time <laughs> numbers for a defensive tackle. Um, let's take a look at sacks. Uh, Romeo Aquara had 7.5. That's why they signed Trey Flowers. Uh, I can see him maybe with a handful of sacks. I don't know about seven and a half again, but I can see him with a handful of sacks. It's funny because actually uh, Peter asked about him uh, the other day, <laughs> yes. and I was like, ah, he's, he's, he's nothing. And I didn't know he had seven and a half sacks. <laughs> Very quiet seven and a half sacks, I guess. Um, maybe I just wasn't looking to Detroit for pass rush because they didn't really have much. Um, but maybe not a bad stash after all. Uh, Devin Kennard had seven sacks. Uh, I could see him winning the job. I don't think Christian Jones is going to be much for this defense. Uh, Gerard Davis had six sacks, and I think that's where I think Gerard Davis maybe didn't pan out as a middle linebacker, maybe more of a weak side blitzing linebacker would be a better role for him. Uh, Ezekiel Ansah, now a Seahawk, in seven games still had four sacks. So he can still get to the quarterback. He just might not be healthy. 
And then Eli Harold had four sacks. They were really grasping at straws here. I think they need to find out. I don't know. They got too many parts. They need to get the parts that they want and just let them go. You know, put them in there. If Davis is not your guy, then you need to figure out who is. That front four, they need to figure out where they want everybody. And it's just. uh. Well, we know Trey Flowers is probably going to play close to 90% of snaps. Yep, he's locked up. So they lost Ezekiel Anza. So they're going to have somebody probably. Hand, Aquara, and Austin Bryant. Until Bryant's ready, I think you go with Deshaun Hand. Now, yeah. this is just me. I would go with Flowers and Hand at your ends, Aquara as your rotational backup. Uh, and then inside, I would go with Ashawn Robinson and Damon Harrison. And I, that yeah. would be my front four. Yeah. I don't think Aquara is anything special. Yeah. Um, they got rid of Kerry Hyder. He's down in Dallas. We'll get to that. Um, I, I think they need to get that front four and their linebacking group sorted out, and the rest of it I think will fall in place, and they'll they'll be better off for it. Right now it's kind of like they're mixing and matching and and flipping, and, I mean, it's just yeah. too much of a mess right now. Yeah, and a couple – the top IDPs, I think Gerard Davis is still one of their top IDPs. However, he's a guy I think you try to sell high right now. Yeah. While you still can get some value for him, uh, he's only tw- he he's going to be twenty four years old. You know, you hate to give up on a guy that you probably used a lot of draft capital on, but if you can recoup that draft capital, get another linebacker that maybe has more upside. I do that. I mean, he, he didn't have a terrible season, but no, a hundred tackles, six sacks, uh, ten for a loss. 10 hits. Yeah, it's not a terrible season. A forced fumble, fumble recovery. I I just think with the expect, he's what I think we expect Devin White and Bush to do this year. We expected him to have that kind of impact that we're projecting for them. Or we expect them to have the Roquan Smith type season with 120 tackles and. I wasn't high on Davis coming out. So. When Davis came out, I wasn't really doing this. So I did take him in quite a bit of drafts, but. I mean, I thought he would do well, but I, did, I didn't I did hold him in the same regard as Devin White, yeah. Devin Bush. Um, he just, he had some flaws, and that's yeah. what knocked him and down for me. That's why he's not producing like we yeah. Uh, Quandre Diggs is still a decent corner. He had three interceptions, one run back mm-hmm. for a touchdown, eight passes deflected. Um, we said Glover Quinn retired. I think the the main guy is Snacks. Snacks is a top defensive tackle. He's going to be 31 years old. That's maybe a little bit of a concern, but as long as he keeps producing, um, I think he's got maybe two, three more years left in him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great run stopper and three and a half sacks he was i believe third on the team so right. third or fourth on the team so um snacks is definitely somebody to target late in your drafts um you probably won't get him late to be honest he's probably a, one of the top five deep tackles off the board like we talked about the other day 
Uh, big play slay at three INTs, one run back for a kick, 17 passes defensed. That's a lot. That is. And you would think so. being the better, the best corner on that team, they would go away from him. But teams continue to challenge him, so. Well, I think if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you throw away from Devontae Adams just because Slay's covering him? No. No, that's true. So I think it has to do with the matchups and who he's covering. And, you know, some quarterbacks aren't afraid. He only had three interceptions, so it's not like he's picking the ball. You know, a pass deflected could be an interception, but. Yeah, well, it's pass deflections is like quarterback hits it's the yeah. opportunities are there so yeah so getting into snap count percentages you had gerard davis with 99 percent so he's gonna be on the field i think he'll be on the field at least 90 percent uh quadre yeah, diggs 96 percent nevin lawson 89 percent darius slay 89 percent devin Kennard 88 percent this is why i think he has the track to win the job because uh, he he's playing eighty eight percent, and Christian Jones is playing sixty five percent. Quinn, who retired eighty four percent, his again his job is completely up in the air. I hope it's Will Harris that comes away with that job. We'll see. Romeo Aquara played seventy three percent. I think that comes down a little. I think he'll split some time with some other guys there. Christian Jones, 65%, like we just said. Deshaun Hand, 46%. A'shaun Robinson, 42%. Um, so these guys, I think, more than some of the other teams, had more rotation pieces. And, you know, we, we looked at some teams where it was like 50% most of the way down. You, you go under 50% after like five or six players or like seven players. So... Um, they lost, obviously, Glover Quinn to retirement. They lost Ezekiel Ansah, which, you know, some might say it's not really a loss because he was never really there last year. Yeah, I mean, players like that, I mean, I just don't think it's a much and you're not on the field. What's the team really losing? I mean, sure, when he was on the field, he was a playmaker, but... Yeah, I think availability is one of the biggest things. One of the best abilities is availability. That's exactly right. I mean, if you're not available to be available to play, then you know they're not losing. Yeah. Well, we're about halfway done, so here's a word from Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com And yes, go to DynastyFootballFactory.com to get the Scouting Academy sign up and also the membership at Fantasy Football Dynasty Fact 
DynastyFootballFactory.com. Uh, that deal's still going on, $29.99. Both guides, membership, go get it. We've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. Go get it. Come join us on Slack. We, we have some very good conversations about trades and values there. Uh, we even talked about Romeo Aquara the other day. Uh, so good stuff on there. And also the redraft guide from uh, Shane and the redraft fellows over there. Uh, they did an excellent job as I've gotten to read some more of it. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of break that down a little bit more on the next show if we have some time. But now we got to get into the Cheeseheads, the Green Cheese Bay Packers, head. and this is the most appropriate for them. You done messed up, Aaron! We're not talking about defense, but you done messed up, Aaron. So, uh, up front, you got Kenny Clark at nose tackle. Mike Daniels and uh, what looks like Monstravius Adams will be up front. Uh, Rashawn Gary's in the mix to play there. I think Rashawn Gary is more of one of those players that's going to be moved around a lot like a chess piece. Right. Which means finding his position as a defensive end on this team, I don't think he's very valuable. We've kind of knocked him down quite a bit in our rankings. Uh, and in our eyes, I don't think anybody in the IDP world thinks he's going to be a top IDP talent. Right. If you can find me somebody that does think he's going to be a top IDP <laughs> talent, please point them my way because I haven't heard <laughs> anybody really say this guy's going to be a beast. Yeah, I so, haven't either. I think he's going to be a good player. Not the beast i think they drafted him at to be the first round pick Um, that being said their linebackers are interesting obviously uh your boy blake martinez in the middle with your other boy oren burks in the middle um those two are pretty good you know i think burks will see some increase in playing time this year uh, they reached out and grabbed Preston Smith from the Washington Redskins. They reached out and grabbed Zadarius Smith from Baltimore Ravens. They also have Kyle Fackrell, who uh, some people, if you know what, if you actually started Kyle Fackrell in his one game that he went off in last year, send me that 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 starting lineup not doctored and and I don't know that'd be pretty remarkable. Because I don't think anybody started Kyle Fackrell ever, except maybe the week after that, hoping lightning in a bottle could happen twice. Um, he's not a guy I'm buying. Um, again, the guys, Blake and Oren, are the two guys I want. I don't like Smith or Press either Smith to be a reliable IDP play for me. No, but I think they're kind of upgrades over... Oh. Over Clay Matthews, yeah. I think. Yeah, they lost Clay Matthews, uh, but he's, I think, an old veteran that has... Yeah. So I think know. Smith and, and Preston... Smith will, and Smith, yeah. Yeah, he's Smith Darius and Smith. and Preston. I think they'll upgrade the outsides a little bit. And with Blake in the middle, I'm really loving... Which I've got Blake as a top three linebacker still, but yeah. I think Oren Burks is comes into a perfect situation he's got all this veteran talent around him he can just come in and play so i'm really excited to see what he does this year and with his chance yeah 
At corner, you got Jair Alexander and Kevin King and Josh Jackson. Uh, we'll all probably see a good, healthy bit of time. Uh, in the middle, in the safety, the back end, I guess, uh, Adrian Amos was signed as a free agent, and they drafted Darnell Savage Jr., the big surprise pick here. They apparently love this guy because they took him a little earlier than I think they might have needed to, but he was the number one safety on there board is he was the number one safety taken in the draft i'm liking him up there i think they're building a good young defense yeah they've used a lot of draft capital in the past couple seasons they signed a couple guys they i think they are really trying to push that defense to to help out aaron Rodgers so he doesn't have to do it all uh, so getting into the tackles, your boy Blake Martinez. Uh, don't expect a whole lot of extras. Uh, 144 combined tackles. And that's what you're paying for is those tackles. Yeah. He did have five sacks to go along with He that. did, and that was up. But turnover-wise, no turnovers. So you know, big play leagues might be hurting except for sacks. Uh, Jair Alexander was second on the team with 66. That's a huge drop-off from your top guy to your second-place guy in tackles. Yes. Uh, Third was Kenny Clark at 55. Fourth was Josh Jones with 55. I think the Josh Jones experiment is over. And Tremont Williams, who's still with the team, has 54 tackles. I think his job is pretty much extinct Maybe he'll play some nickel corner, you know, nickel safety kind of deal. Uh, but I think he's pretty much done. Uh, as far as sacks, we mentioned Kyle Fackrell. He had ten and a half. He led the team. Uh, Kenny Clark had six. Blake Martinez five. Clay Matthews three and a half. And Dean Lowry had three. Uh, they expected Muhammad Wilkerson to be that guy to help the pass rush, and he got hurt, I believe, like week one, and was never really heard from again. Yes, Muhammad, actually, he started three games, did nothing. Five tackles. Yeah, so he's looking for work, and he's probably not going to get it because of that season. And he just did not look right with the Packers we thought that was gonna be a great yeah I was I was one of them I thought deal, wow he's gonna step right in here and and have a good year but he just it just never happened yep so that's your sack leaders here I think Blake Martinez is who you want I know a lot of people like uh Kenny Clark yeah being that DE not terrible numbers He's not a guy I really target, though. I know a lot of people like him. I think he's more of a a high-end depth piece for me at that position. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I mean, if you D he's not tackle a three, DE yeah, he's not a D one or two. But if you're looking for depth or a, or a quality backup, then I think he's he's one of the top options there. Yeah. Um. Oren Burks, Darnell Savage, I think is somebody I'm buying. Alexander, you know, the corners I might be buying this year. I'm taking both corners again. I took them last year. I'm taking them both again this year. I mean, Alexander was second on the team in tackles. Only started 13, only played 13 games, started 11. 
He had two fumble recoveries. Uh, he had 11 passes defended and INT, so he was very active. Yep. Um, Josh Jackson, not a lot in the stats. He had 11, or I'm sorry, 10 passes defended and a fumble recovery. Yep. Only 10 starts. So I think those two are your main starters this year, so I, I expect both of their numbers to go up a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm liking Savage. I, I think he that he fits – in whale right there so yeah all right so moving on to the snap counts for green bay you had tremont williams played 96 percent of snaps and uh, i don't know how <laughs> you know are you laughing over there at that no i was coughing Sorry. okay uh, i thought it was a laugh because no we, we mentioned how he's probably on his way out i think he still is on his way out but he still played a ton of snaps uh, Blake Martinez played 99% of snaps. Yeah, Alexander, 71% of snaps. Clay Matthews, 71%. Kenny Clark at 68%. Josh Jackson, 67%. Dean Lowry, 66%. Kentrell Bryce, 61%. Kyle Frackrell, 59%. And then you go down from there. Um, I don't think Tremont Williams repeats at 100% of snaps. I could see Adrian Amos taking those. I could see Darnell Savage playing close to, I guess, Bryce's and Johnson or yeah, Josh Jones's combined. Uh, if you combine them, it's over 100, but you know the math doesn't work. But I can see him playing 90%. Yeah. Uh, they let Jair Alexander play a lot. So they're not afraid to start and play their rookies. Um, so nothing much to look at. I mean, Clay Matthews, his percentage that goes to I think Zadarius and Preston to split. Otherwise, these guys are status quo. We didn't mention Dean Lowry before. That's because he's pretty forgettable. <laughs> I mean. He had three sacks and 44 tackles. Nothing, you know. He yeah, he didn't do a whole lot. I mean, he's... He had a forced fumble and fumble recovery, but he's not on anybody's IDP radar. Yeah. So, um, anything else about the Green Bay Packers? Obviously, they lost Clay Matthews. They brought in Savage. They brought in the two Smiths. They brought in Rashawn Gary, who we don't really predict much for. Yeah, Nothing. I don't know what... And maybe Gary surprises me somehow. I again, I think he will be a decent player. IDP he, wise, I just don't think he's going to be useful. He's one that I'm really going to be watching to see where and how they use. Yeah, if he's used the, more he's like kinda, Clay Matthews, then maybe. Maybe, I mean, but I don't think that's his skill set. What they're doing or where they're at or how they're going to be playing, but him, he just he just doesn't seem like a fit there. So, yeah, I saw him as a four-three defensive end. Yeah, yeah, his draft and position didn't do him any favors for IDP. Even then, I didn't see him as an elite four-three defensive end. No, but I thought he'd be very good though. Yeah, in, in good. That role. Not not somebody you're chasing down in the first round of a draft no so next up we are moving on to the minnesota vikings skull Skull. and uh they had a big loss up front sheldon richardson moves on 
They still have Linval Joseph, Shamar Stephan, uh, Jalen Holmes. They, they drafted Armand Watts. They have Jaleel Johnson. Uh, they, they like to kind of keep those guys fresh anyway. Um, we'll take a look at counts here in a little bit. Uh, on the outside, quite possibly one of the top edge rushers, Danielle Hunter, Daniel Hunter. Uh, and Everson Griffin, if he can stay right with his uh, mental health issues he had, you can see a resurgence from him this season. Yeah. Um, Linebacker-wise, Eric Kendricks is still the man in the middle. Uh, kind yep. of a middling linebacker. He's not an elite you know, 120 tackle guy. He's not a bum. He's pretty good. But he's not a lead. Uh, and then Anthony Barr is back, despite temporarily thinking he was signing with the Jets. He decided to change his mind and come back to the Vikings. And then uh, Ben Gideon, known more for his mustache than his play on the field, I think. He has a killer mustache, but I don't really think he's much for IDP. Um, the one name to keep an eye on here, um, there's two actually. Actually, it's three, I guess. Uh, we didn't mention Stephen Weatherly, who played in uh, replacement of Everson Griffin. He he will probably see some time. Uh, Ade Arunya is a very raw prospect they took in the fifth round la- or sixth round last year. His development, yeah. he could start pushing for snaps if Griffin is ready to move on or you know injuries strike. Um, Hercules Mata Afa is another pass rush specialist that um, was from Washington State, I believe. I think so, yes. Um, he was an undrafted free agent last year, but his he's a pass rushing specialist. You could see him maybe working in. Uh, and Cameron Smith, USC middle linebacker, had like, what, 450 tackles in college? I think so, yeah. And he's gonna—he's the one that I would stash because I think. Yeah, he, I don't think he's, he's gonna play this year, but stash. Yeah, he's not gonna. I mean, maybe special teams, maybe a couple breather reps or something like that. But yeah. So that, that's the the middle line. The really Kendricks is the only one worth owning. I have a few Anthony Barr shares, but I hate when I have to click the box next to starting him because <laughs> you just I know. He's not going to – there's a chance he gets you a sack, but besides that, you're just kind of hoping for a couple tackles. I don't own either – any shares of either of Kendrick's or Barr. None. I have a few Kendrick shares because, like I said, he's just – I think he's a product of volume, though. Well, opportunity. He's a product yeah, of opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I think if they had better talent around him – I think you could throw Cameron Smith in there and he'd – do the same things i don't think yeah. the talents that elite that i don't know that cameron smith might not be better in a way he could be we'll see he's not i don't think kendrick's is losing that job in the next no, two years no. though maybe, maybe if the regime change happens but um so looking at corners and you know what i'm a big fan of a lot of these corners mm-hmm. um, first of all x gonna give it to you 
<laughs> Xavier Rhodes. Uh, he's Rhodes closed. You know, he's he's one of those shutdown corners. So who do I like to pick up? Trey Waynes, because uh, he, he thinks he's elite. Uh, he wants <laughs> to get paid like he's elite. He was a first round pick in 2015. Uh, but they also have a first-round pick in 2018, Mike Hughes, who I think they're not going to pay Trey Waynes. They're just going to plug Mike Hughes in there. And he he played six games last year. Yeah. Only started two, but he hurt. put up some big numbers before he got hurt and had to miss the rest of the season. So yeah. I, I'm really high on Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes is a tackler. Yep. Physical corner. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander plays that nickel role. Uh, he's a good valuable piece to look at and I like super sleeper Chris Boyd from Texas I do too I do too uh, seventh round selection um, he if, if injury strike could see some playing time uh, he may end up on the practice squad he may end up on somebody else's team because I think he might get cut initially and they're gonna try to probably put him on the practice squad unless he can beat out some of these other guys that are and not I think he might. I mean, he's, he might. he's really good. I like him. I think he, yeah. he'll he do well there. Now, the one thing we talked about the other day, we, we talked about sleepers uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, I mentioned Anthony Harris as a sleeper just simply because there is nobody else here, and there is nobody else on this chart that scares me. Uh, yeah, Harrison Smith, obviously, he's the stud uh, in this secondary, uh, along with X and you know, J. Ron Curse, he's nothing special. Right. They got a couple undrafted guys. Unless one of these, you know, Hughes or Boyd moves inside to safety, I think it's Harris' job to lose. And he would. This is a team, again, that I, I would think some of those free agents that are still out there, like an Eric Barry. Yeah, I don't know why he's not been signed yet. And maybe yeah. a team's waiting on an injury, but. I don't want to get into that too much tonight, but, you know, the, I think that spot is up for grabs. Yeah, and Boyd may – he's played some safety back in yeah. college in front of the tape, and he's a big hitter, so, I mean, he could be a sneaky good pick right there to, to – I don't know it. that they want to thrust him into that right away, though. Yeah. Learning and that's, the playable But that's why I think defense. he's kicked around on the team. He's, he's a little versatile, really yeah. good player, so. Yeah, I like him. He's, he's definitely a sleeper of mine. Uh, to keep an eye on. Um, so getting into last year, 2018, Eric Kendrick led the team in tackles with 108. Harrison Smith was second on the team with 84. Here's where Danielle Hunter really separates himself. Not only did he lead the team in sacks, he also had 72 tackles. So he's not just a sack master. He's good in run defense and gets some tackles as well. And he's going to be 25 years old. Mm. Uh, Linval Joseph a little older, had 58 tackles. And Anthony Barr was fifth on the team with 55 tackles. Um, Sheldon Richardson wasn't too far behind. Ben Gideon actually had 53 tackles, nothing special. Again, you got your top couple guys here, your top three or four, and then you got everybody else. Uh, Sack-wise, nothing much to say about the tackles, really. Uh, Danielle Hunter, 14-and-a-half sacks. I think he can repeat that. Everson Griffin at 5-and-a-half, only playing in 11 games. Um, I think he can improve on that. 
maybe get back to his double-digit um, norm. Uh, Sheldon Richardson had four and a half sacks. His four and a half sacks left. Tom Johnson's four and a half sacks. Uh, I are going to. Right, he's kind of one year deal last year, so yeah. Unless they back. bring him back, that's nine sacks that your team is missing yeah. right there. Which I like Tom Johnson. I know he's going on age thirty five, but yeah. four and a half sacks. That's you know he, he did and not it. starting a game. Yeah, he did what he wanted him to do. So. And then you had McKenzie. Which could open the door for – go ahead. You have McKenzie Alexander with four sacks off the edge. So when they blitz the corner blitz, it's probably going to be Alexander coming off the edge. So what are we going to say about Johnson? Because I know they've got Lynn Ball Joseph. Uh, maybe it opens the door for a young player like Jaleel Johnson to step in yeah i mean sheldon richardson snaps are all up for grabs which we'll go over here in a minute yeah uh, looking at your elite top uh, idps eric kendrick i think is still maybe not elite but a top idp to target like we said the yeah it's two picks seven pass defended a forced fumble fumble recovery and a sack i just think he's a solid player I don't think there's much sexiness to his game, I guess, is, is the way to put it. Yeah, he's not like a Cleo Mack. He's not like a, a no. Roquan Smith. He's not, you know, one of these players that you, you instantly salivate over when you, you hear they're on the block. You know, if you, somebody said Eric Kendricks is on your trading block today, you'd be like, what's he want for him? Like <laughs> a six-round a six picture, I'll give a six-round pick for him. Yeah, you're not going to give up what you're going to give up for some other guys. Right. Uh, Harrison Smith, he seems like he's been in the league for like 20 years. <laughs> he's turning 30 this year, um, but he seems boy. like he's, he's played high school ball about an hour down the road from us. Okay, he's a Golden Domer. Uh, yeah, that's the only bad thing about him. So, so you turn down your vols to go to the real university of football in america oh my god anyway he had 84 tackles three sacks a forced fumble two fumble recoveries three picks yeah he he does pretty well in the turnover departments uh Mm -hmm. we mentioned danielle hunter 19 qb hits 21 tackles for loss uh definitely a positive linval joseph still sticking around only had one sack I think his tackles are probably where he gets his bread and butter. He's kind of simple. He's, yeah. he's like, I, I kind of like consider him snacks light. He is. He is. Gets solid he plays that, defense. He plays that nose tackle when, so that's, yeah. you know, you're not getting a whole lot there anyway. So, yep. I think what they're going to miss the most is Sheldon Richardson's 16 QB hits. Oh, yeah. That's uh, gonna six be, tackles gonna for loss and four three. and a half sacks because he was a big piece yeah Sheldon uh Everson Griffin despite missing five games with his mental health uh state had 13 QB hits in his 11 games yeah Griffin is a very good player when he's you know when he's he's on the field and right he's he's a really good player uh, so moving on to snap counts here, we got Harrison Smith with 99%, Daniel Hunter with 84%, Eric Kendricks 84%, Barr with 78%, Ward 
Rhodes, 74%. Richardson played 69%. They're going to have to find a way to fill snaps there. Trey Waynes played 67%. Linval Joseph played 64%. Anthony Harris played 60%. That's probably going to go up this year out of necessity. No Sandejo anymore. Um, Everson Griffin played 56%. Mackenzie Alexander played 54%. So they got some holes to fill. I think they have some players that can fill those holes in-house. But like I said, they they should look at a safety somewhere. I'm surprised they didn't try to draft one. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of surprised me a little bit as well. Yeah. They did lose Sheldon Richardson being the big loss. Uh, They brought in basically some rookies to compete. Nothing really added as far as um, outside. They have a good team, so I don't think they really needed a ton. They just need depth pieces, I think. Uh, They need to stay healthy was a big problem of theirs last year. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was. Any last words about the Minnesota Vikings? No, I think we've, uh, as we have with all the teams, I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah, so we've wrapped up the NFC North. We did the AFC North the other day. We will move on to the AFC South next Tuesday and the NFC South next Thursday night. So. The AFC South. So, yes, for your, you will see those on Wednesday and Friday, but I'm just talking for, I guess, our scheduling for when we are taping. Um, and we will have our normal show on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday, uh, we are going to have a guest. We will be talking to, and I'll leave it at that. You can take your guesses as to who we're having on he's made the rounds on a couple different shows uh last week i jinxed us by mentioning the guest so i'm going to continue our uh yeah good job dan yeah i'm going to try not to jinx us and uh i'm (laughs) gonna just not say the guest's names and wait until the episodes actually drop uh but daryl any last words for the people Nope. Go buy the uh, redraft guide. Get your subscriptions and yes, sir. And get on that fantasy shack autism awareness bowl number one. Uh, it may be full by the time you hear this. It may not be. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's openings. Uh, if you like Scott Fishbowl and didn't get in, it's a good opportunity to get in. Get in on the ground floor. You know. Uh, it's 96 teams this year. I think we did the math the other day. It's a couple thousand dollars donated to autism um, research. The OAR, I believe, is the the beneficiary charity. Um, in my eliminators, we had about $355 donated to Autism Speaks. Uh, all this charity work is outstanding in the fantasy community. Keep it up. And that's all i got good (laughs) good night now go hawks be good to people and that's about it sweet go balls yes good night now go hawks training camp just around the corner oh can't wait so many juicy nuggets to dive into bart scott said 
Can't wait. 